if money didn't matter. Business is a tool for life. You don't get what you want in life. You only get what you're willing to suffer for. You're entering the age of entrepreneurs with Clark Varon. How world-class entrepreneurs succeed in business and life. Last time on The Age of Entrepreneurs, I shared how I'm bouncing back from the biggest failure ever by starting a new marketing agency. And today, I promised that I would share with you my strategy of relaunching the marketing agency. I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. In the past, I have completely overcomplicated what it takes to start a business. I thought it was all about you know making a website, having a great logo, an awesome brand, and having you know posting a million times on social media, setting up a Facebook page, setting up an Instagram and a Twitter. And in the new digital age, it's really easy to think that those are the things that businesses do because it's what you can see like most readily available. So when I started Travel Young, uh, my first company, I think I spent the first like three months just coming up with a logo and a name. And think about that, three months wasted of me trying to start a business that I didn't even know what the company was gonna look like because I hadn't actually started getting customers and getting them results. And every business, when you have the business idea, you need that validation and I didn't have any of that. And so who I thought my ideal customer was gonna be was completely wrong, like that wasn't it at all. And so uh, I basically what I was doing was I was diluting all of my effort into all of these different, you know, looking good and branding and like fear of looking like I am just some tiny company. Uh, and it moved me in a million different directions when what I really should have done was I should have been focusing in one single direction. And the only direction that you should be focusing on is, does this result immediately get me a customer or not? Or does it immediately produce a result for a customer or not? At the beginning, I realized it's it's all about... Um, it's all about like quickly getting customers and, and producing results. I don't want to spend all that time doing logos. So this time when I am this time around while I'm starting this marketing agency, what I'm doing instead is I am focusing on what will create me immediate results. And so uh, instead of focusing in a million different directions, I focus on one thing. And that one thing is my dream customers. I first made a list of all of the people who are in my niche, which is financial advisors. So I took all of uh, fee, the fee-only financial advisors, made a list of every single one of them in the country. And then I'm going through that list and I'm weeding out people who I know are not my ideal customers. And so basically I know that people who are brand, brand new to the business, I don't wanna work with them because they don't have money to pay me. And I wanna be working with people who can pay me a decent amount. Uh, I also want people who have like the strong foundations of having a niche. And I also want them uh, to be fee only fiduciary independent financial advisors because those are the people, those are the ethical people that I want to work with. And so uh, I, at this point, I don't have a website. I 
made something very, very small that kind of shares what I do. Um, so my website, clarkvarian.com, I made a thing that you can click on, clarkvarian.com slash consulting, and it takes you to a landing page that captures people's email address and then shows them, you know, basically a system that I'll take them through. But I spent like one day working on that. I spent almost no, no time working on the brand. I actually used a logo from uh, that I had previously made that I think I'm eventually gonna change the brand entirely. Uh, but right now, I'm not doing any of that stuff. And I also, just before I was starting this business, was talking to somebody who said, uh, yeah, that sounds like a really great niche, but I don't have a case study for that. And because I don't have a case study, I'm not gonna really get customers that way. And that's just not the case at all. Um, if you don't have a case study, that's fine. What you need to do then is you need to have a guarantee where if you can't get somebody results, then you'll just give them their money back, guaranteed. And so, and by the way, that's how Tony Robbins got started. Uh, Tony Robbins, he would stand up on stage and he would like do his thing and say, if you want me to you know, create similar transformations in your life, uh, then you can hire me, it'll be 5,000 bucks. And he knew that he wasn't gonna be able to get everybody results and he didn't wanna charge someone $5,000 and then have it not work. So he charged them 5,000 bucks and guaranteed them, if I can't get you to kick your habit, then you can have your money back. So um, that's how he got started and that's how even though he felt uncertain in his service, he still was able to acquire customers and get money in the door. So I did the exact same thing. I found a few of my ideal customers, you know, I made my list of basically like the top 100 people that I would wanna work with. My goal by the end of the year is to just get 10 of them. If I can get 10 of them, each paying me $10,000 per month, then I have a $100,000 per month business. So I started uh, just reaching out to these people in every means necessary. And I, instead of focusing on the tens of thousands of potential customers, I'm focusing on only the hundred that are absolutely, you know, my dream customers. So I start with adding them on LinkedIn. I start by researching their, web, their website, learning about them, and then hopping on the on a call with them. So before I call them, this is so critical, before I call them, I know about their business. I know about their pains. I know what they do. I know about their niche. And that way, when I do call them, I can have a quality conversation with them. And the way that I call them is I use my high conversion cold call. Now, I've never shared this with anybody. It's something that I recently made where I had tested several different uh, lines and introductions and a whole bunch of different things to try to get past gatekeepers. So I tested a whole bunch of stuff with gatekeepers. Then I tested a whole bunch of stuff with decision makers to see what's going to work with like talking to these people, what's going to work in order to convert these people the highest. So here's my basically my newest secret weapon that I'm just going to be t sharing with you. And this is how I get past gatekeepers. I've gotten past gatekeepers to the decision maker like 50% of the time. And so far I've closed uh, one third of all the decision makers that I've gotten on the phone with. So at this rate, I'll be able, I'll be onboarding like one new customer every week. Um, as long as I can keep up with that, I think actually what's going to happen is I'm going to onboard a new customer and I'm going to work with them for two weeks to get them to the point where they're starting to see results and just give them like a hundred percent of my attention for two weeks and then find my next customer in another week and then, uh, get them results for another two weeks. So each, like the throughput of my business will be like one customer every three weeks, 
which means that it should take me at this pace, you know, 30 weeks in order to hit my goal of 10 clients at $10,000 per month. And uh, I'm, I really have like 52 weeks in order to do that, right? So that means that there's like 22 weeks of buffer time of me like making mistakes and not be, not staying on track. You know, there's going to be all sorts of delays, especially when it comes to me growing my team, finding a media buyer. That's like one problem that I'm having right now um, because I, I know how to, you know, media buyers, what they do is they buy ads, right? They, they place your ads in front of the right customers. And so like, although I've, I have a media buyer that I've worked with in the past, they might be too busy in order to work with me. So I may need to get a new one. Those types of things are like why I've got my 22 week buffer. Um, but if everything went perfectly, then I could have my, my, you know, seven figure business in 30 weeks. So here's the cold call script that I use in order to get past the gatekeepers. The biggest thing that I've got to tell you about this first is that my biggest tip is you have to sound confident. You've got to be totally sold on what you are doing before you actually bring this up to somebody else. Because if you don't sound confident, that other person is going to think you're hiding something, that they're going to sketchy. You might be like totally ethical and it's you're, you'll come across as not. So uh, what I do is I get on the phone, bring, bring, gatekeeper. Hey, you know, that person typically they're like, hi, this is, you know, Jackie at whatever, you know, and, and you know, wealth management. And I say, hey, Jackie, this is Colin. Could you patch me through to blank, please? In my previous research, I've already done the research to figure out who is the name of the person that I should be talking to. Who's the decision maker? I've done that research in advance so I can say name. I, I, can, I say their first name um, because it makes me sound like I have a relationship with them already. But I know also know their last name. So if they're like, Jack, Jack who? It's like, well, Jack, who? you know, I know their last name. So at this point, about one third of the time, they just patch me right through. Because I, if you say it confidently and you call them by their first name, it sounds like you already have a relationship with them. 